This is another edition of Sweet Home PCB. I'm Henry Brickman. Of course, September is Realtor Safety Month. I know I'm waiting to the last day of September to talk about it. It is something that needs to be talked about. This could also help you in whatever business that you're in as well, because anytime you have to deal with the public and have to meet them, it's a good idea to know who you're meeting and what all this could entail. So we've got Rob Adams from Title Resources Group and our own Jana from North Florida Title here with us, and we want to make sure that you understand how to stay safe. So welcome, Sweet Home PCB. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you, and this is Jana from North Florida Title Company. I just want to remind you, everyone, I'm here for your help, to help you, and if you ever need me, just give me a call. If you have open house and scared to go there by yourself first time, I will go with you. And that's a great idea, because a lot of times... And it doesn't matter if you're new or experienced. It's never a good idea to go to an open house, especially somewhere you don't really know or somewhere where you may have limited sales signal. Uh, To go over there and be by yourself is not a great idea. Exactly. And preparation, it's, it's so funny. The realtors prepare so much for their open houses, printing flyers and making cookies and doing all kinds of stuff, but they fail to prepare for their own safety. So those are a lot of really good points to, to for them to be aware of. I know uh, John has gone to quite a few open houses for some of our newer agents at the Keller Williams Success Realty Office. One of the things I know that you know is that it helped that agent or anybody for you just being there. Yes, they were like to feel confident that, you know, they had someone cover their back and not only because of questions people might have. Sometimes buyers and sellers come in and they have questions about closing fees, how much is going to be in taxes, all of that. We always have uh, special estimates for that. But just being a person behind your back, it helps. And you, you really need to make sure if you've got two people there, one can watch the door and see how many people are coming in versus how many people have left. It's always good to have somebody there to monitor who's coming in and who's leaving. And then also to monitor the front door when it's over to make sure the windows are locked and the doors are closed and uh, nobody's hiding in closets, etc. So it's always good to have a partner, whether it be a coworker or somebody else checking in on you. I know that I've had to uh, utilize some of that myself, uh, just having somebody come by, uh, always having... Uh, on your iPhone, for example, if you have an iPhone to find your phone, uh, make sure you share that with your spouse, with uh, somebody you work with that you trust so that you're able to be seen wherever that phone is. Yeah. And also, it's good to have a plan to get out if you need to get out. Have your excuse ready. So uh, if you don't feel comfortable in in an open house or doing a a showing, you have an excuse ready to go. Oh, hey, I've got to make this phone call or, oh, I got to get some stuff out of the car or uh, my son's calling me. Have your excuse ready to go in case you don't feel comfortable. I have an excuse called a wife 
wife who watches Dateline twenty four seven, and those and well, she worked at a chicken plant. So I'll just leave it at that. So and she goes to a, she goes to a lot of my showings, uh, at least lately. And we have people that go by. We will do the little drive bys. We'll go check that. That's great. Uh, a lot of the uh, ALC members will go by and check out some of the newer agents and making it's, sure we're they're safe. It's also a great idea to talk to the neighbors before you do an open house. Let them know you're doing an open house. And hey, if my car's still there at a certain period of time, come check in on me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, And then also you might get a listing from them as well. So it's good to get to know your neighbors or get to know the neighbors. Absolutely. Another thing to think about is here in Bay County, Florida, uh, the Bay County Sheriff's Office. If you let them know you're doing a showing somewhere out in the county and uh, kind of a area that maybe not is seen as well, and the other counties will do it as well, uh, just let the Sheriff's Office know, hey, I'm doing a... F- uh, open house at this location uh, if you see anything or what you know let me know you know whatever and you know, just have that c- communication yep and part of that preparation of doing an open house or a showing do a lap around the block right in your car make sure you're looking at all different angles and see if there are people loitering in different areas or whatever but do the do a drive-by and and another tip that that we have is don't get blocked in so if you're driving in your car, you want to make sure that you're parking on the street so that nobody can park behind you and block you in. I think it's also important to talk about not only open house, but say agent um, have listing and someone reach out to them and say, hey, I would like to see that. Can you show me this like 9 p.m. tonight? It, people should be reasonable. Don't go there at 9 p.m. tonight. Just try to schedule a different day. Maybe don't go your, by yourself. Take someone with you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a good idea. And in most cases, it's it's really not proper uh, to go to somebody's house in the middle of the night, uh, whether they're there or not. And, of course, you got to be careful also not to uh, promote too much that it's vacant. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's some of the things that I've seen over the years uh, being in real estate and also uh, with uh, radio, television and helping out with the news department, uh, seeing people that will leave their drugs behind or leave a gun or leave something in that house. And all of a sudden they want to go get it while you're there and you don't know what's going on. And if you're in a situation like that, that could be very scary. Mm -hmm. And you especially don't want to have your fingerprints on any of that stuff either. Just in case uh, problems happen and people think that maybe you're involved in this, believe it or not, that doesn't happen that often, but it can happen. It can happen. The other thing to be mindful of, too, during Realtor Safety Month is is your personal safety, but also consider your coworkers, your customers. And, and then we also talk a, a little bit about it in our series about keeping your computer or cybersecurity as well. So that's a big part of uh, Realtor Safety Month. Absolutely. Just uh, some stats right here with the over 1.5 million realtors here in the United States. Something may happen. 4% of NAR survey respondents reportedly 
uh, were victims of a crime. 17% happen at open houses, showings, or even your own vehicle. Yeah, and a, a lot of realtors forget that, that their vehicle is sitting out front. Um, so if you do have a purse or you do have some belongings, uh, some make sure you put those in the trunk. As if you were shopping at, uh, for Christmas or whatever, make sure all your personal belongings in, uh, are, are in the trunk and where other people can't see. You know, and, and also don't have too much of your stuff. Don't carry every single credit card you ever had or a lot of stuff on you. When Refrain you're from the bling. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a lot of folks that love to be all blingy and have all the glitz and glamour or make it look like what it, um, I would be like Gene Rivers, our operating partner here, and drive a pickup truck. I would do that so you don't know right. <laughs> how successful you may or may not be. You know, th- these folks that go out there and they spend all their money on the BMWs and all that stuff, you're, you're getting yourself in more trouble than you think. Yep. Not just financially, uh, but that's my own personal opinion. doesn't necessarily reflect the views or the management or all the rest <laughs> of that. Anyway, you know the old disclaimer. Uh, but 51% of realtors hosted an open house alone in 2022. Uh, there are... Forty-nine percent of NAR members carried self-defense weapons. There could be all sorts of different. And so things. the key to that, yeah. if you are going to carry some type of, of self-defense weapon, make sure you're proficient in using it. So if you carry around mace or a stun gun or another source, make sure you've practiced with it. Um, the mace might cost ten, twenty dollars. But get a can, spray it, because the last thing you want to have happen is it to be used on you. So know how to use it, know how to spray it. You don't want to spray yourself in the face or have the perpetrator use it on you. Uh, From someone who's been involved with law law enforcement, you know, my family being in law enforcement, not on the other side. Uh, (laughs) I know there's some people that kind of wonder, you know, being on radio for so many years, but I know that the most important thing is for you to have that training, no matter what that weapon that you may be using. You need to have that training. You need to be proficient with it. But you also have to have common sense, right. which is not common anymore. But you've got to be able to be careful because it doesn't matter. Somebody can still possibly overpower you, but if you have the right training, and if you go to, say, the powder room here in Panama City Beach where they offer this training to allow you to be prepared in whatever situation, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with a handgun. It could be with about anything. They, they give you that training uh, through our local association. They give you opportunities to learn this. We're doing that right now here in our office today. So we want to make sure that everyone remembers safety is the most important thing because after all, you cannot help your clients if you're dead. Correct. Preparation is all of it. Take a, take a couple extra seconds when you're pulling up to the house to look around. Be aware of your surroundings. Um, know what you're carrying. Know who your clients are. Have a buddy or a partner or a family member know where you're going at all times and what time you should be back. Preparation is key to, to your safety. Now, it, and no matter where you're at, you really should take that extra step because even, even somewhere busy, Panama City Beach, one of the condos, you're going over there. You don't know what's going to happen, so you have to be prepared. Let the 
security office know what you're doing. Let them know so everybody is aware. So maybe they can even walk by and check you every now and then. Have some of your neighbors, like we said before, come by and check you every now and then. Uh, And just make sure you have a way to just make sure that you're safe. Uh, Because safety matters. Your physical safety, your colleagues, your customers, and of course, as you said earlier, with uh, cyber, because cyber is something that, oh my Lord. We've seen a new trend where a lot of realtors are getting phone calls through the WhatsApp, Mm -hmm. WhatsApp app, and a lot of those are fraudulent. So be very careful. Um, If you don't know who's calling you, it might be best to to let it go to voicemail and do a quick call back. But um, yes, cyber and cell phone are the new wave of your safety. And that also happens uh, in the way of title, too, because people could try to pretend they're somebody else very easily. North Florida Title does a great job of contacting the sellers, especially on vacant lots. Um, Those are the biggest um, fraudulent types of properties being uh, sold now or trying to be sold. Uh, So they'd go the extra step to make sure that the seller really is who they are. I know, Jana, we've we've had a few that we've had to kind of take a look at real closely because we've had some people that we've personally dealt with over the past year that we had to dig a little deeper on. Yes, unfortunately, it's pretty common lately. And we just have to make sure we do what we can. Of course, one thing that a lot of new agents and, and even experienced agents, we all kind of do the dial and drive. And you... I'm sorry, but it's not 1953, (laughs) it's 2023, and we have to be a little bit more diligent in our preparation and being careful out there. Uh, You've got to be careful and have an idea of how to get yourself out of trouble if trouble does happen. Don't get lost. Make sure you know where you're going. Do your preparation before you get on the road, especially if you have clients with you, which is another another safety point is meet your clients at the place you're uh, at the house that you're going to. Um, It just gives you another way of not having somebody sitting behind you. Right. Especially if you don't know those clients that you're showing a home to. But know where you're going. Don't get lost. Mm -hmm. Your first meeting should always be in your office. Yes. Or somewhere public. It should not be at the house. Correct. It should not be at the condo. It should, it need, you need to know these people before you go out there. Uh, you need to have an idea of who you're dealing with. And if there's any sort of safety problems, you need to have ways of doing it. Now, there could be something as simple of having somebody call you periodically. That's a great tip. Have have your buddy check in with you just just in case. Um, tell a coworker or a relative to call you in fifteen minutes. Have that call because you never know when you might uh, might need them. Maybe right. have some code word for that. A code word is a great great idea. Yeah, uh, and make sure that you and that individual know the code word. You you got that, and don't advertise it. If you post stuff on on the internet let's face it it doesn't matter if it is a private 
Facebook or whatever. It's not really that private. Somebody's going to be able to see it. Uh, law enforcement will be able to see all your text, all your stuff, if they have to find you with your computer. Uh, there are things that you have to use plain old common sense about. Know what you're getting into. Know who you're dealing with. Right. Know where you're at. And watch out for those things. And I, and I think we, we talked about it earlier. You know, when you park, I don't recommend ever parking in the driveway. Right. Because you need to be able to have a way to get out in the event. That way, nobody parks in front of you or yep. behind you, but have a way that you can go around that. Don't get yourself into a situation where fear takes over. Right. You know, try not to. I'm just going to fight and kick your, you know what, because sometimes when that adrenaline's going, you may think you can handle that situation and you won't. If you have a choice, run mm-hmm. or, or choose flight over fight every time. Yeah. And if something makes you feel uncomfortable, have an excuse ready. Think of something. Uh, it's like uh, one thing I heard uh, a friend of mine do. They got on the phone. It's like, yes, you're you're bringing the pizza in a little bit. Okay, got this. You know, whatever the the key is. That was one of their phrases. Right. Uh, It could be, yes, oh, I've got to, I have to have that show, and you're going to come over here to take over. I appreciate that. Yeah, and your husband's going to be here too. Great. You know. Uh, Or I've got to get, I've got to get a flyer out of the car. That way you get out of the house and away from the situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Don't get yourself lost. And the easiest way is to go through, like we said before, scout around, look around, have an idea of what's going on. Before you even show a house anyway, you should have an opportunity to get there first and look around. Not, safety is a big thing. Cause that's what we're talking about today. But also, you're going to have an idea of what sort of safety hazards might be out there. Right. If there are any holes in the ground, if there's dogs that you didn't know about. If there's uh, other critters that we do have here in the state of Florida, you want to be prepared and you want to have an idea of a way out and a way to get around that. Another thing is don't walk in front of your client. Correct. Yes. Always let them lead their way into the house um, and always be the last one out of the house as well. Yeah, because it's important because here's the thing. A lot of people forget about the fact that when you're showing a house, you're responsible for what happens in there. Yep. Uh, you're going to be the one that's going to be looked at if something goes missing. And you're going to have to explain to the police, the sellers, the other agent, whatever, your broker. You, you mentioned protecting your customers as well. Remind them that criminals are looking at what you put out on the street. So if you buy new furniture, you buy new stuff, they can see the old stuff out at the road. It's kind of like Christmas, right? Be careful what you're putting out on the street, but also be careful that documents aren't put in the trash. Um, When somebody gets ready to sell a home and if they throw away their financial statements or their mortgage statement or or other documents, property tax, they could get some information that might help them hack into or be able to commit uh, business email compromise, which is goes back into the cyber 
security issue. And another thing on cybersecurity, all those little things that you can do on Facebook, you end up talking about your mother's maiden name, your favorite color, your school, your all this other stuff you did. Those are password questions. And a lot of times that is what they use to get in and change your password mm. and get in for themselves. And it's like, well, I don't have any money in the bank. Well, it doesn't matter about that part. They can do some things and do some very big harm to you, even if you don't have money in the bank. Good, good point. But you would hate to have somebody to go in and not only steal your information, steal your identity, steal all this stuff, try to steal your home, try to steal your life, right. all because you're careless on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. The open houses are not over until they're over. That's the main thing everybody needs to remember. It doesn't matter. And you lock up that door, you get all that stuff in the vehicle, and you get on out, and everybody is out and safely. Windows are checked and relocked. You never know because somebody could be looking and leave a door unlocked, leave a window unlocked. You have to double check all that. If you are using the buddy system and you have people there, nobody leaves of those buddies until all that's checked. Because too many times people are sitting there and they're waiting. Right. And there's not a single one of us. I mean, we may watch Dateline, but we don't want to be on Dateline. Right. The sign says open house from one to four. They'll leave, come back at 430 and then try to enter. A lot of sellers that will have their video security, their Googles, whatever, you know, and they will may have cameras and stuff out. Uh, they may have the ring cameras and all. But that's still not enough. Right. To protect you. Uh of course, also in those situations, folks, you don't go around and talking about whatever because the seller probably can hear it. and That's not a good idea. And sellers don't spy on the clients. Come on. Be, be grown up. That's a different podcast episode for another day. Remember stranger danger. Your trash is another man's treasure. Lock up those client keys. We'll lock up those doors. Make sure everything is good and sturdy. Hide the personal information and thwart the thieves by doing all those things that we just told you about. In the past, people used to go look in the medicine cabinet for, you know, to see what somebody was, what foot fungus they had. But now they're going to the cabinets to look for medications. Make sure your clients lock all that up or put it, put it, hide it away so that it's not readily accessible. And another thing, when we say don't have a lot of personal pictures on the wall. It's actually a safety mechanism so that when people are coming in and looking, in case it's somebody that's up to no good, they don't realize that you have an eight-year-old daughter. Right. It comes more safety issue. Make your clients your safety partners. Rely on those good neighbors and wiring instructions don't change. Ever. <laughs> they never change. Never and, change. And you've got to make sure that you're talking to the people. That's one of the things that I make sure personally. All my clients, I give them the contact information for the people that are handling title. They know the address. They know the phone number. They know everything about there. Nothing's going to change. And one of the things that I adamantly say to all my clients, if anything whatsoever changes, don't do anything until you talk to me. Correct. Because I will go back and I will double check and make sure. Just last but, month, I had a, a, a title agent come to me and told me that his customer had a Hotmail account. Go figure. I don't know who has one of those anymore, but, but apparently he did and it got hacked. The fraudsters saw that a payoff statement was 
sent to the title agent. They copied it, changed the wiring instructions, and pretty much that was it, so that the wire would not go to the correct payoff, but would go to the fraudster. So it's really important if you see any changes, contact Shauna in North Florida Title and just make sure that everything's on the up and up because they don't change, right? No, they don't change. And another thing I would like to say, uh, we're using Secure Portal, we call it Qualia, for all the information requests. We never ask our customers to write an email with their social security number. We would never do that. Only through Secure Portal. They create their own account, their own password, and then they fill all this information for us. We can call, verify by phone, but we would never ask to do that in email. Uh, One thing I'll add, I don't ask for social security numbers. There's a reason for that. You need to do that directly with your lender, with a title company. You do not need to do that through an agent. You do not give your money to an agent. That is just so many different ways of having problems. I am on the up and up. I'm not one of those people that are going to steer you the wrong way. But there are people out there that will. And there will be people that could pretend to be any one of us at any given time. And that's what the reason we never send wiring instruction to the agent. We only sell, send it directly to the buyer. You don't want to be involved. You don't want to be in between. And this responsibility, it's not for you. So it goes directly to the buyers, and they call us back to verify all the numbers before they send in the, their transfers. And agents, a lot of times, you guys, your E&O insurance will not cover that because that is outside your area. And if you're dealing with stuff like that, that could go against you personally. Your livelihood, your license, your reputation is not worth risking ever. We know there's a lot of trends. We kind of touched on some of that earlier. The open house scam alerts, the uh, WhatsApp, which I stay away from. If you can contact me through my website and you can contact me by text or whatever, it's obvious you can do that. I don't have to use a special app for that. The fake Airbnb listings, we have to watch out for that. We have fake rental listings, fake at lot sales. Those things are still something that we're watching locally and we still have that. Bay County Uh, The Sheriff's Department here does a great job. We have our own system where anything happens involving any of those areas. They contact every single agent in this area. Everybody knows when things are happening now. And we do appreciate uh, Sheriff Tommy Ford and his crew just doing a great job of making sure that we stay informed as well as the community stays informed with these type of scams that do happen. We really want to keep you safe. And I realize it's the end of September and I'm talking about Realtor Safety Month on the last day. Better late than never. We hope that you got something from this conversation so that you're going to be a little bit safer. You're going to be prepared to do the right thing at the right time any moment of any day. Preparation and awareness is going to do more for your safety than having a weapon on you. And of course, we invite you to find out anything you need to know with our friends at North Florida Titles. Jonna would contact you really anytime. Yes, sir. Please don't hesitate to call me. Um, Almost everyone have my cell phone number. You all have our office number. And I'm always here at the office. Just stop by. And she's literally two doors down from the Sweet Home PCB studio here at Keller Williams Success Realty, 7923 Panama City Beach Parkway in Panama City Beach, Florida. Stay safe, everyone. Thank you for having me. Rob and John, thank you very much for being on Sweet Home PCB today. Got my final thoughts next. 
To buy, sell, or invest in real estate here in the Florida Panhandle, contact me, Henry Brickman, at SellingThePanhandle.com. It's powered by Keller Williams Success Realty, each office independently owned and operated. SellingThePanhandle.com. That's SellingThePanhandle.com. Our final thoughts today just really mean to be careful out there. After all, Realtor Safety Month is about to end, but that doesn't mean that you can't continue to educate yourself and be careful, be practical, and most of all, come back home after your appointments or your open houses or whatever it may be. If you have an opportunity to meet your client first in the office, I highly advise you to do that. Don't do the dial and drive. Don't get, as soon as somebody gets you on the phone and say they want to go meet and look at a house, they want to go do whatever, meet them first. Meet in a public place, whether it's your office or a coffee shop or something like that. Make sure you're talking to the right people. Make sure you're taking advantage of all the different safety programs that are available from your association, as well as making sure that you start the relationship so you will know for sure you're going in the right path. Thank you very much to our friends at North Florida Title. Uh, Jonna, always helping out with the podcast. We appreciate that. And of course, we appreciate Rob Adams for coming in from Orlando to talk a little bit about realtor safety as well. Now, coming up in our next episode, as promised, we're talking positivity. We're going to lighten things up, have a few laughs, and learn a little something from News Channel 7's Mel Zosh, as well as our guest co-host, Taylor Williams, from Cool to Be Kind Take and Setco Services. Wherever you are around the world, make sure you follow us at Sweet Home PCB on social. And of course, check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Like it, share it, subscribe, let us know what you think, and we'll do what I can really to make the show better. That's what it's all about, is doing something that you love, that you want to know about, or what's happening here in Sweet Home PCB.